Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad podcast with Chris Finn, a production of P4S Golf. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad. This is Chris Finn here. I am your host, and I am super excited to have you with me today because we are going to have a quick, hard-hitting 10 to maybe 12 minutes talking about the three exercises that you definitely need to stop doing right now that you think are helping your golf game, uh, and three that you need to replace them with uh, based off the latest research. So any of you who have been in the, the golf space for the last decade know that there have been tons and tons and tons of different ideas and fads and uh, you, know, you name it. If it looked like the golf swing, it was going to get done. There's people that claimed, oh, the best players in the world do this, so you should do it, right? So many of our recommendations in golf historically, both technically you know, on the technical side, as well as it kind of bled over into the fitness world in the beginning, and it's still continuing on today, have been, you should do it because insert tour pros name does it, right? Uh, it does not take into consideration you as an individual, you as a person with a medical history or injury history, or maybe different goals than the tour pro who's doing the exercise. Um, so what I wanted to cover today was some of the, I guess, the three most popular type things that I've seen in the space that actually, as we've done more research or we've seen other research that's been done on them, actually has minimal to literally detrimental <laughs> uh, impact on your golf game and on your, on, the, on your body's health and preparation for the game. So the first is the good old BOSU ball or instability training, right? So you've seen this, this came out of like PT clinics back in the day. Uh, as a physical therapist or a physio, I, I remember, you know, having when I first came out of school, have people stand on one foot on a on a Bosu ball or on an Airx pad, trying to work on their balance, and you know, and then have them do you know, some other exercise while they're standing on there. Because if you can do it on on uneven ground, then you should definitely be able to do it on stable ground, right? That was the. I mean, you could you could sell a lot of stuff with that with that reasoning. It makes sense when you when you're like the way you talk about it, like, oh yeah, if it's you know, if you can squat on an unsteady surface, imagine how easy it'll be when your feet aren't like moving all over the place. If you can swing a golf club on an 
you know, on one leg or on an unstable surface on a BOSU ball, just imagine how much more stable you're going to be on the ground, right? At surface level, doesn't sound stupid. Sounds actually pretty smart. I mean, wow, that's pretty brilliant, right? So you got all these people doing golf swings and putting. And I was one of them. I was totally, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it. But then as you start to look at this research that came out, that training on unsteady surfaces actually decreased power output. Uh, when you start to look at the actual like activity and sequencing that occurs when you swing a golf club on an unstable surface, it's totally backwards and wrong. Because the thing that we need to understand from this exercise is that your body's number one job is to stop you from falling over, to keep you upright. So it's going to put and divert most of its energy to stabilizing and balancing you and less and less effort to actually moving and sequencing in an efficient, powerful manner, which is what we want for the golf swing. Now, what you should replace that with <laughs> is get off the unstable surface and you should be doing tons of force production exercises, particularly vertical, uh, you know, whether it's if you're younger and you got good joints and you want to work on actual jumping and hopping and plyometrics, um, you know, or if you're on the older side and you can do you know, overhead med ball slams are an example, just one example of many different exercises that actually train more vertical output in your lower body without necessarily having the impact uh, implications that like a jump would. Right. So we did a six week study looking at not only vertical production, but also upper body push production. Um, and, you know, what we saw was the vertical production by far and away, guys, without question, is definitely connected to faster swing speed. The more, per, you know, if you can put in more force in the ground, the, op the potential for you to create more club head speed is 100 percent there. So get off the unstable surfaces. And this is the first one you got to trade in. And the new and improved version is going to be the exercises that work to actually maximize and optimize your vertical output production from your lower body. Okay. Now the second one, and this is probably my biggest pet peeve are the golfy exercises, right? Whether you're holding a dumbbell and making a golf swing, you're, I mean, I don't know, you guys just go on social media, type in golf fitness, and I'm sure you'll see something stupid like that. Right. None of that works. The idea of it, though, was that, hey, if you can if it looks like the golf swing, it must be golf specific. OK, there's this I, there was this misinterpretation of the of what specific means in the world of sports performance. Specific means that it is specific to the sport. OK, so now if you start doing you know a golf movement, quote unquote, with uh, cables like heavy weights or dumbbells or bands, whatever it may be. You know, that's not sport specific. The only thing that is specific to the sport of golf is doing something swinging a golf club because that is the actual implement that we use to hit the golf ball. So it's not technically specific. It's close. It mimics the movement, but it's not necessarily specific training. OK, um, so there is there is a nuanced difference there. And there is zero research that shows that doing any of that crap actually translates to, to performance through. In fact, we actually have research that shows you know, we did a study looking at six weeks of people doing medicine ball rotational throws, which looks golfy, right? Everybody's seen that, throw a medicine ball on a wall and it bounces back and you know, all these different types of, of medicine ball rotational throws. It's rotational training is great for golf. Tons of studies across multiple sports. Nobody has been able to prove that it actually does anything. And in fact, when we looked at it comparatively to a control group who did nothing and a test group who actually did vertical training, as well as um, you know, upper body push training, the group who did the vertical training, actually they saw improvements in the tests that have causational relationships statistically to club head speed, vertical leap output, 
and upper body push power. And they saw club head speed improvements. The group who just did the med ball based training saw nothing. Um, so pretty clear. Uh, we've also continued to see it in a couple thousand golfers ever since we ran that study. Uh, so stop doing the golfy crap, please. And go ahead and instead focus on vertical power production, upper body push, uh, and upper body push power. Um, I guess then the other piece would be spending that time also working on your rotational mobility, right? I mean, that's, we always, that's, that's the core foundational element of performance for golf, staying healthy, playing for a long time, doing so without pain is that you have mobility, the four rotational centers, the hips, the shoulders, the spine, and the neck. And then we can layer on top of that, the vertical and the push power, um, push obviously through the upper body. Uh, like I think of like a best bench press or a chest pass and the vertical coming through your legs. Very much so like, you know, basically when you jump. <laughs> so, um, so those definitely let's get rid of the unstable surfaces training. Let's get a, away from the golfy crap that's out there. Uh, if it looks golfy, your first thing should be to smile, laugh, and then say, prove it, please. Uh, I'm still waiting for somebody to actually be able to prove that. But, uh, and when they do, we'll be having an open mind. I'll be excited to see it. Uh, I would be happy to be proved wrong on that, but, uh, that would mean that thousands and thousands of people have been wasting their time the last decade. Uh, that also mean I wasn't wasting my time with clients early in my career because <laughs> I was doing all that crap too. All right. Last one. The, and this is probably one that's a bit more cultish in the trainer world. And it's this big belief in anti-rotational training. Uh, and so what that means is it's kind of the opposite. It was like the next generation away after you had the unstable surfaces stuff. Then you started seeing the golf quote unquote specific stuff that looked like the golf swing. Then we went to the anti-rotational stuff. So, you know, whether it's pal-off presses where you stand uh, with your feet together and you have a band kind of in, you know, let's say you tie a band to a door to the side of you, you take a couple steps out so it's it's very taut, and then you kind of put your arm straight out in front of you. So the band's trying to kind of rotate you or pull you towards the, your side, and your job is to try to fight that rotation. Uh, we see this with like, a, you know, single arm bench press or single leg single leg bridge while doing an opposite side, uh, you know, press or, you know, whether on a, uh, cable machine doing single arm presses and trying to stay square. So your body doesn't move. Uh, we have seen zero, uh, statistical relationship between anti-rotational strength and club head speed. Uh, but what we have seen and what you should re replace this with is actually what's called eccentric rotational training. So, uh, we did this with a flywheel, uh, another study that we have. And all this stuff, guys, if you're interested in actually reading the studies, if you're a nerd like I am, and I'd be listening to me, and I'd be like, who the hell is this guy? Like, like prove this, man. I want to read all your studies. Just literally go to the website, you know, p4sgolf.com, and you can see on the free reports. There's, they're all there. They're, that way you guys can check them out. Um, if you have questions, definitely, you know, comment in the, in, in the, you know, in the comment section or find us on social, be happy to share all this information with you. We want you to have the information. We want you to poke holes. We want you to ask questions. Um, but basically this study, what it looked at was, Hey, let's have somebody do your traditional anti-rotational training. Someone, you know, do, you know, rotational training with balls, you know, med balls and bands. And then we're going to have another group who just does this, this flywheel. What a flywheel is, uh, super cool, actually. Technology has been around since like the '50s, since we started sending astronauts to space. And like, basically, it's a it's a wheel, and when you pull it really hard, the harder you pull, the harder it. When it gets to the end of the rope, it actually spins it back harder, right? So it was a way for astronauts to train without having gravity; they could get resistance on their tissue. So 
we used it for rotational training. So we did, you know, just a simple rotary movement. And based to what we were able to see, we were able to track because of the Bluetooth capabilities that there was an actual eccentric overload that when you rotate it out, you then had to fight that coming back in rotationally, right? Now we're not doing this like a, like, like a chop or golf specific movement. It's just training the rotational element and, and putting an eccentric overload on the, on the way back. The reason we went down this path is because we saw, particularly with a developed golfer, like an adult, right, that eccentric training, or we, we looked at triphasic training, particularly the eccentric phase, has a, you know, a significantly higher return on clubhead speed, like over 50% higher expected return on clubhead speed in a 12-week period than traditional training. So we said, well, hey, what if we applied this to rotational? Let's see what would happen. And what we saw, guys, was was just stupid. We went from an average, you know, doing the traditional rotational stuff with bands and balls, about a mile an hour. And in, with using the eccentric overload, we saw two and a half miles an hour clubhead speed. So that's literally... 150%. It was massive difference. We've continued to do that ever since uh, with, you know, with our other thousands and thousands of golfers since we ran the initial study. And it proved to be, it's continuing to prove to be one of the greatest injury prevention tools, as well as one of the biggest performance gaps that we see in golfers that when filled produces massive returns on club at speed. So to recap here, I'm trying to keep it under 12 minutes here for you. Uh, we got, cause it's our fast Fridays, right? We got our, our BOSU, our BOSU or our Airx pads, get off the unstable services. It's a waste of time. Changes actually alters your mechanic, your, your, uh, motor sequencing and your, in your kinematics. So get off of those, get on the floor, do force production stuff for your lower body, vertical, you know, jump based stuff or, you know, vertical slams, things like that, that increase your vertical forces, get away from the anti-rotational, get into the eccentric rotational overload elements, get yourself a flywheel, find a place with a flywheel is incredibly valuable uh, for your longevity and for your speed. And finally, get away from the golfy stuff. Stop just doing stuff because you think it looks like a golf swing. If it looks like a golf swing, it's probably not helping you unless you're actually doing specific practice, which remember is on the actual golf course or on the range with a golf club in your hand, hitting a golf ball. Okay. Uh, and instead of doing the golfy stuff, train your rotary centers, you know, your hips, your shoulders, your neck, your spine, make sure you have good mobility in those four areas. Make sure you have good vertical lower body power Train for strength there. And also in your upper body push power, um, as well. So let's get to the science in your, in your routines. Let's cut down the amount of time you need to spend in the gym, make it as efficient as possible. Um, so those are the three exercises you need to stop ASAP. And instead, you must start these other three exercises um, so that way we can uh, make sure that you are giving yourself the best chance to play this game for a really, really long time. So hopefully we have diffused a few myths here. We have gotten rid of a few things that were potentially going to explode in your face in terms of wasting your time, got you some time back, got you some years back, and of course, got you some distance and yards back. So thanks again for hanging out and we'll catch you on the next one. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.